This is a Color Pencil Podcast, session number 226. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com. I am your host, and this is the Colored Pencil Podcast. Now, recently, as many of you know, I went through a tragedy um, in my family. So I lost uh, a dear loved one, lost my mother-in-law. And if you've never lost a parent, I lost my parent, uh, one of my parents, my dad, back in 2005. And so once you do that, once you lose a parent, um, you're in sort of a different class and you know how that pain feels. For those that haven't lost someone that close, um, then they don't experience that, that sense of loss in the same way. For those that have lost a spouse, I don't know what that feels like. Uh, that I, I can't imagine. And that puts you in a different class when you, when you do that. But when you lose, when your spouse loses their family member, their mom or dad, um, you feel nearly, you feel just about the same way that you did when you lost yours. And so I want to talk today about, because life goes on, right? We've all been there. We've all experienced loss of some sort. And I want to talk today about what happens, how to return to art after a tragedy, and just talk about some of the lessons that I've learned. And hopefully this may help you as well. All right. So first off, if you've never experienced loss at all, not even loss of a grandparent, uh, then, you know, maybe you can relate to this on a different level. Uh, maybe you've lost uh, a pet or maybe you have lost, um, you know, a, a close friend or maybe you went through uh, a divorce or something similar. Um, there, there are all kinds of setbacks and tragedies in life. And sometimes death is not the worst tragedy that can happen. And so uh, I think you can relate to this regardless of Uh, your individual circumstances. So how do you return to art after a tragedy? That's what I want to talk about today. So I remember after um, my father passed that it it was so strange to me how everything, nothing changed after, um, after he died. Um, Although I changed, Uh, everything else stayed the same. And it was so odd to me how the how that just normal life went on without him, and it, it almost felt like uh, it was it was strange. No one was talking about him, and not in the same way, you know. And so it was a very weird feeling. And a lot of times, you know, people will say things like, "Oh, it'll get better," um, you know, with time, um, it won't hurt so bad, uh, which is true, but it does still hurt. And you still feel those same emotions. It's just that that immediate acute 
uh, searing pain of that loss is not quite as severe with time. But there is still something missing and always will be missing when you go through a loss like that. So one, one thing that I think I've learned um, through all of this, and, and if I could boil it down into uh, just a nutshell, that would be that I control only what I control. Uh, in other words, my, I can only control one thing, and those are my actions. I cannot control outcomes. And coming to terms with that and readily accepting that uh, has helped me tremendously. I can only control what I can control. What is the one thing I can control? My actions, my response, my behavior. That's all. That's all I can control. I can't control everything. Most things I cannot control. I can't even control the outcome of my own actions. And uh, that's that's something that I think the more and more I uh, embrace that idea, the more I get, uh, cl- the closer I get to a state of being able to be comfortable with what I am able to accomplish. All right. So when you go through some kind of loss, feeling hurt and uh, feeling the loss, I think are important elements. And if you uh, read anything about tragedy and how to cope with that sort of thing, then uh, most experts agree that you should feel that hurt. You should feel that loss. At some point, you should also tell yourself it. You have to move on in some way. You have to move on. So how do you do that? How do you move on even if you don't feel like it? Even if you feel like, uh, as some term it, the muse has left me. What do I do now? Um, you know, how, how is it that you can move on? Well, I think I've got some strategies here for you. If you decide ahead of time that no matter what, you are going to create art. If that's something that you decide that you want to do, and especially if it's a business for you, like it is for me, I I don't have an option. I I don't have a choice. Now, I can take a a minor setback and uh, I can... uh, deal with that in stride, but something a little more major. Um, I, you know, it's typical and normal to take a few days off uh, from whatever would be your normal routine, but then at some point you have to start doing again. And for me, one of the things that I decided that I would do regardless, and I would do no matter what, is I would take a sketchbook with me everywhere. And it didn't matter what day it was. Um, So I took a sketchbook to hospice while we were dealing with uh, my mother-in-law's cancer. Um, I still sketched. I I still took a graphite pencil with me and I sketched. No matter what, I decided I I was going to do that. That was one thing I could do. Um, And another thing that I found helped tremendously is just leaning on people who care about me, leaning on those that are there for me, friends and family. Um, and, and that was a tremendous support. And then expressing the way that I felt. Um, and for you, if you're going through something like that right now, then that's something that I would encourage you to do as well. Feel that hurt, feel that loss, 
express it to others, and allow yourself to be vulnerable and to lean on other people that will help you uh, to get through it. And for me, I'm also a Christian, and so the Word of God uh, has really uh, been a tremendous help for me as well, and prayer. So, that's the, those are some things in a nutshell. Now, I want to give you some uh, very practical tips for getting back on your feet and for creating art, and, as, and especially to those of you who feel like that you can only create when there's you know this this feeling or there's a muse or there's something that you know you have to um, be energized or you have to feel um, something stir within you before you can ever create art. I want to talk to that for just a moment then. Let's think for a moment about what art is. Isn't art an expression of who you are? Isn't art something that comes from within you? And so if you feel like you can't create art, then maybe you're not allowing yourself to feel the way that you should feel. In other words, why not create something, even if you feel like this is not your best work, or maybe you say, okay, the, the thing that I create most of the time uh, is very uh, happy. It's upbeat. You know, the, the drawings that I do are very upbeat. They're happy. They're shiny. And I, I just don't feel it. I, I do not feel that right now. Okay, then create something. Create something that is not happy and upbeat. Create something, though. Create anything. Just create and I'm telling you, and if you have a medical condition, and if you're talking about a clinical depression or something like that, then don't be afraid to go and get help for that. There's, there should be no shame whatsoever in that. Get some help for that and try to follow some steps. You know, this is why they call it a grieving process, because it isn't something that uh, just happens overnight, but get some help first. But I'm talking to those that, uh, those of you, and to myself who uh, I'm not. I'm not clinically depressed. I may be down. I may not be as happy as uh, you know I was uh, a month ago. That kind of thing. But at some point, I know that I will return to uh, you know my typical personality, the way that I was. The, you will as well if you're going through loss of some sort. And so during that time, can you not still create? Yes, you can. You can. And by creating, by doing something, anything, you may shorten that process. You know, that old saying, fake it till you make it, um, is not all that incorrect because if you just start doing something sometimes, sometimes you'll start feeling better just by doing something. You smile because you're happy, or is it that you're happy because you smile? You know, this, the same thing is true when it comes to um, doing the things that we typically do. And creating your art is no different. You know, used to, people would walk around in mourning and they would wear black. And maybe that would go on for weeks or months. And they would just wear black. And that was a signal to everyone around them that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm still suffering a little bit. I, I'm still, um, you know, not quite myself. And, uh, you know, maybe a black veil or whatever. 
Um, and it's not a bad practice, really, when you stop and think about it. Um, give that person, you know, a little more consideration. Uh, they may not be themselves for a while. Uh, you know, not a, not a bad practice. In our culture, I'm talking about our Western culture over here, in the United States in particular, uh, I, I think it's it's just something where people are just expected to. Hey, you had your uh, two three days of bereavement. Hey, get back into it. What's what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> and it it just doesn't work that way all the time. Uh, I remember um, when I was still working uh, in IT at Macy's that was uh, uh, someone that that I reported to um, had lost a son to suicide and she came back to work um, within like one or two days. Uh, She walked around like a zombie, understandably so. And, you know, I, I, I don't know why in this culture, Things just have to be that immediate. They really don't need to be. They really shouldn't be. So give yourself a break, but don't just entirely give up on yourself. Don't just give up on your art. If you're creating art and you're selling art, you're motivating people, you're influencing people, you are inspiring people, you're creating something brand new in the world that has never existed before, why deprive all those people of that work? Why do that? So if you teach art like I do, um, you've got to get back into the swing of doing whatever it is that you're doing within your art teaching business. Now, I just want to share um, a couple of things that happened uh, with me personally that that were so heartwarming uh, to me. And that was that while in my absence, so I got I got really behind. I'm still behind on a lot of emails. I got behind on art critiques too. I offer art critiques, and I got behind on those. I feel awful about that. I'm about caught up though now. Um, I got behind on commenting to my students inside the Sharpened Artist Academy. Uh, I was not able to attend uh, for a few weeks to a couple of weeks, I guess. Inside the live office hours where uh, the students and I, you know, these other artists, we get on video on uh, camera and we discuss art with one another. A little Q&A session and it's so much fun and rewarding. Um, But, you know, but a lot of good things happened um, within this uh, time period for, for me personally. And these students um, that I work with, they these artists are incredible people, and they just supported one another. They they kept going to the live office hours, and they kept supporting one another. Uh, they would email me sometimes the progress of what's going on. Um, and when I did come back um, last week, they held up the, <laughs> each of the students held up a sign over their webcam that said, welcome back. Uh, it was, it was so thoughtful and so heartwarming. Um, I, I tell you, I, I think the world of 
those um, Sharpened Artist Academy students um, that are in there and that are so active within the group. Um, it's it's such a fun and rewarding place. Mutual sharing goes on. There's so many spontaneous conversations that happen all the time. And uh, it's been a real big support uh, for me, even during this difficult time. So I'm sure that, you know, if you're doing something in the in your art business and you're not just selling your art but maybe you're teaching that there there are some rewards and some benefits even within that and it feels good to help other people and to inspire other people and if you're not getting back into that teaching role then I want to encourage you to do that because it's mutually beneficial to the student and the teacher um, I, I don't I don't really feel like I'm teaching students. I feel like I'm teaching fellow artists and there's this symbiotic relationship that uh, is going on. So a lot of fun stuff there. So, again, if you don't have a clinical issue going on, then I'm I'm begging with you and I'm pleading with you. Just do it. Do something. Grab a sketchbook. Grab grab just a notebook. Just tell yourself, okay, I'm I'm not going to draw anything big. I'm only going to draw a, a box or a circle or a square or a triangle or something. I'm not going to do a lot. I'm just going to draw something small. Just do it. Don't don't think to yourself, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, sometimes we can get into this funk where we we can't get out of bed or we cannot go to the drawing desk or we can't take a shower or we can't eat or fill in the blank. But I, I'm here to tell you that just just do it. Just do those things. If nothing else, do it because of the tragedy. You're only going to hurt yourself if you don't just force yourself to do some of those things. Your loved one that passed away would want you to do what you need to do. They would want you to take care of yourself. They would want you to return to life. They would want you to take care of your body, to brush your teeth, to put on deodorant, to take a shower, to eat, to get plenty of sleep. They would want you to be happy. The worst thing to do is to punish yourself when something like that happens. Now, I, I don't get like that. Um, I, I get very sad, and uh, it's hard for me to get back into a regular routine oftentimes when uh, tragedy happens like that. But I do, and, and, you know, and I have so far, I'll put it that way. Um, but I'm just encouraging you that if you are falling into something like that, first off, if if this isn't something, if you have absolutely no control over it, you have tried and you just cannot muster any strength to do what you need to do and you're hurting yourself and others, go get help. But on the other hand, if you know that you do have some control and you can muster the strength to do what you need to do, then just go and do that. Go and do that. Just tell yourself, I'm not going to let another day go by without me drawing something, without me uh, returning to normal life. 
You can do that. And some of the best things that have happened to me when I look back over uh, years when I've gone through any kind of loss at all, I'm not talking about just loss of life, but anything at all where there is a minor or a major setback, the one thing that I've been consistent with, several things I've been consistent with, but when we're talking about art, the one thing I've been consistent with is thinking, you know, that's a nice place. That's a beautiful place right there. I can go back to that sketchbook and I can create in that sketchbook and that's mine. And that's a personal thing that I have complete control over. I can control my own actions. I can control what I do I can't control the outcomes. I can't control what may happen. I can't control the future. I certainly can't control the future, but I can control me. Life is unpredictable. You and I know that. We should be okay with that. Fundamentally, at the core of everything, I can't control anything, but I can only control what I determine and what I've pre-purposed ahead of time and what I've decided I'm going to do or not do. That's all that you and I can control. All right. So I I hope that uh, this has helped you in some way. And I hope that uh, if you are going through tragedy, I, I, I hope you know that there are those that care. I care. I care what you're going through. There are loved ones. There are people that are very, very close to you in your life that care. Lean on those people and get back to art. Start doing some art in spite of everything else that is going on. And think good thoughts about all the things that you are doing and just resume something, something that is normal, something that reminds you of who you are. If you would care to comment in the show notes, I would love to hear what you have to say. And you can do that at sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. If you want to reach out, you can email podcast at sharpenedartist.com. This is a weekly show. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.